Hey everybody, <laughs> happy Tuesday. How are you? This is Magdalena and Emmanuel. We're here with another episode uh, to share with you more of what we have learned um, uh, in our journey the last three years of really navigating the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, the ugly of um, being and becoming the healers and teachers that we always knew we were being. Um, but we never lived up for that because we were too scared. Um, we denied ourselves our truth and as a result found ourselves really stuck and kind of at a rock bottom in our relationship, in our lives, in our careers. Even though we were making tons of money, um, we had just lost ourselves in, in this, this world that we live in, this 3D world. And so we wanted to talk today about a little different topic. Last week we talked about shamanic initiation and what that really means to us um, and, and our three years of intense, intense deep dive shadow work and then developing our spiritual gifts. Along that way, um, there was something really crazy. Uh, we we had dangerous experiences, um, almost unsafe experience, life, life-threatening experiences because of something that's real. Um, our, our past life or ancestral gifts were coming back online and we didn't understand that. Um, and thankfully, we found help, um, but we also wanted to share with you some tips today, a little bit about both of our stories, and just give you the, the highlights and also an invitation at the end of this call to be able to hopefully help you um, go beyond our tips today. So Emmanuel, uh, my beautiful partner in life and marriage <laughs> and business and technology, entertainment. Oh my gosh, Mercury Retrograde. Thank you. Um, we we had some issues getting on the live today, guys. So uh, Manuel, I'm going to let you take it from here and talk about what does it mean when your past life or ancestral gifts are coming back to you in this life? Um, that's a great topic, a great topic. Um, it's something that I've experienced personally um, last year, uh, around this time, uh, and it was a very um, troubling experience at the beginning because I really did not understand what was happening to me. So what Magdalena is talking about here is a particular um, phenomenon that I believe I'm not the only one experiencing, and I think it's a global thing based on wherever humanity is at this juncture, uh, it's happening, past lives, abilities, um, skills are being turned back online. Um, and what that means is, well, yes, you do have past lives because without those past lives, there's nothing to bring back online, right? <laughs> so that brings, you know, some pretty interesting uh, facts to be, um, to, rec to reconcile with and maybe to, to, to give a, each, each person a chance to, to rethink about uh, how they see life as not just one time, one experience as, as a human being, but multiple. Uh, and I do believe it now that we come and we go and we come back here in human forms multiple times, thousands of times, sometimes hundreds of thousands and millions of times. Uh, and that's kind of how the journey of the soul goes. Uh, and because the soul is still the, the same, um, if you want to feel, think about it like the same center, the, the same... Uh, basic central um, light that defines each one of us, that's unique to each one of us. When we come back through different lifetimes, we bring along with us sometimes memories of the past. And when your past skills come back online, it means that you may have learned something in a previous life 
some skills and it doesn't necessarily have to be a skill that's related to uh, uh, spiritual stuff. It could be any skills. It could be, you know, you know I don't know, singing or, or dancing or playing a musical instrument. It could be painting, for example, uh, or it could be just uh, having some leadership skills. It doesn't matter. Abilities that you had mastered in a previous life can come back to you in a future life and particularly this current life mm -hmm. uh, because it's time for you to use them. And then who decides that it's time for you to use them? Maybe it's you. Like there is a part of you that is your higher self that is very, very wise and that is very connected to the divine essence and that is makes some decisions on your behalf because at the end of the day, it's still part of you. Um, but because that part of you has kind of a, a, a visibility over all of your lifetimes, because that part of you exists outside of space and time, the divine exists outside of space and time too. And that part of you is very close to the divine. So you, you benefit from the same uh, you know, characteristic, which is being outside of space and time. And that higher self can determine that in this particular lifetime, so the one that we are living now, you need particular skills that you have learned in the past. And it's gonna mm -hmm. try to bring them into your consciousness, your awareness, to embody them, remember them, and then find ways to apply them in this particular lifetime. That, that's really what we're talking about here. Yeah, and other signs. Thank you for that. And, and I do want you to share, I would love for you to talk about your painting gift coming back online. And then of course, we know the other things that you wanna talk about. Like for me, um, all of a sudden I got excited about cooking and getting into Ayurvedic medicine and, uh, you know, wanting to start singing and, and dancing and playing ukulele and all of that. So those came, I will say those came most recently, um, before that for me, I was really struggling cause I had a lot of shadow work. I had a lot of trauma, a lot of grief that had suppressed these gifts also found out my ancestors were blocking my gifts, but but that might be another uh, that might might be another whole episode. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. Um, but until I realized that I was really dead inside, so as I was healing the trauma and bringing back my divination skills, my intuitive skills, there was a lot of darkness. There was a lot of trauma that came through, unfortunately, as a result of that. So it was pretty muddy. It was really messy. And honestly, my husband can speak to this. Like I was lost. Like for a year, I was like that tree, that really, really tiny, just growing baby tree, just like blowing in the wind, almost feeling like at times I was in the eye of the storm or the eye of the hurricane. And it was really hard to be grounded and focus on my daily healthy habits. So lesson learned, um, I lost a lot of, in theory, again, money and time are they're all illusions but 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 they're 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 energies there's measuring sticks and tools in our life that we we got to use in this in this plane right so i did lose time and money from the the bigger picture the bird's eye view of just not being grounded and an alignment mentally physically and spiritually as these gifts were coming online so they can bring fears they can bring phobias these gifts that are trying to be like little, little seeds that are breaking through the soul soil, but I had to like pull out some weeds, right? I had to, I had to water them daily. I had to give some sunshine, some love to these gifts. 
And thankfully, and my husband can attest to this too, now that I'm like on the other side with much fear, trembling, and a lot of transmutation of my shadow into the light, these other gifts came on with a lot less pain, a lot less suffering, and a lot more gratitude and awareness. And now I'm able to build my business properly. I'm able to be a better mom and a better wife. I love cooking and cleaning and I'm like back, you know, mama's back and better than ever. But it was it was brutal, right? Honey, you 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 were there alongside every step of the way. I woke up crying for like weeks. I woke up in like fear every morning because a lot of my gifts that I had in previous lifetimes that were coming in line, I had been killed for. Okay, like as a witch burned at the stake or as a woman suffocated, you know, and many, many more experiences. So you have to remember that, guys, our shadow work doesn't just apply to this life. And to your point, we come back actually many lifetimes working on the same stuff. But if you don't have the right support or tools, it can be really, really, really scary. And now I, I just wanted to kind of paint the picture with my lessons learned. Now I'd love for you to share what happened for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Magdalena. And uh, I'm going to share an example because, as I said, I, it happened to me. Same thing as it happened to Magdalena. And one of the examples, some of them are, are more joyful and others are not so necessarily uh, easy to uh, reclaim. So I'm going to start with the easy one to reclaim, like the painting, for example. Uh, so painting is something that I had never done uh, in this current lifetime. The majority of my life, as I said, I was an engineer and a scientist. I was not trained into fine arts of any kind. I didn't even have it as a hobby. I never went to some, you know, even, I didn't even have a relationship to artists that could have given me tips or anything like that. It was just at one point, and that was the year 2020, um, Painting came back into my life as a reminder from my my guides. So these are like divine entities who are uh, caring for my spiritual growth, like unconditionally loving ones. Uh, and they said, "By the way, you you have the ability to paint." And I was like, uh, "What paint? What? I've never done painting. I mean, I've done drawing as you do in school. You know, that's nothing more than that." And they said, "No, no, that's not what we're talking about. We want you to. You're gonna be able to actually paint actual things, portraits, people, places, animals." And I was like, "Seriously?" And they said, "Oh, I'll give it a try and, and see what happens." So I started. Uh, I, I received out of uh, very unexpectedly a gift of uh, of painting um, kit from one of our, our neighbors, a very dear, lovely friend of ours who. You know, passed away um, due to cancer, and she donated to my family, myself, her whole of her painting artifacts. Just within months of me receiving the message that I was going to become again, uh, you know, somebody who paints. Uh, so oddly enough, that's the, that's how it unfolded, uh, and I started painting, and I and beautiful paintings came out of it, and I was surprised. I was, you know, doing things and. Uh, Magdalena and the kids will come back from doing something and then and they're looking and say, Daddy, you just did that? I'm like, yeah, that's one of the things I was working on. Like, yeah, like, for example, this is a goddess Isis. I painted her like this um, with no, no training. It just was something, obviously, that I had mastered in a past life that was brought back online. Um, and so this was one of your first ones, too. I just want to I want to acknowledge oh, that because yeah. so, he's got... Ones countless ones now in our home studio. And I, and I want them to see the very first one. I have it right here. So, so this is the very first painting that I did 
of uh, some Greek goddess. Her name is Nyx, right? So it's all mythology and all that stuff. But she does represent, again, the shadow side, right? That shadow that we, we keep talking about. Well, my first, my first avatar of the divine was a shadow or a dark goddess. And I do understand now why she was the first one. Because uh -huh. it's out of the shadow and out of the dark that the light comes from. Yeah. For the light, there was the darkness, there was the shadow. And it was a reminder for me, I think, to understand that the best of what's going to come out of me is going to come from embracing and being comfortable with the shadow. That's why my very first painting, which I was inspired to do, was this goddess here who's a goddess of, of the night or the dark and shadow. Um, so there is a lot of symbolic elements to what came to me and what I was able to do. Again, with no training, I did this. Uh, and she looks pretty, pretty, pretty okay, I think. Uh, so obviously it was, again, a gift that was coming back online. And that one was really great because since then, I don't know how many of these I've made, but maybe 60 or 70 of them. We are not even trying to sell them um, this week, <laughs> some of them at least. <laughs> but, but that's a, another story. So that, these are some of the, the good ones, the cool ones, right? They're like, damn, now I can paint. Wow, okay. But there are others that come with a bit of a different kind of baggage too. And I want to talk about one of them. Uh, as Magdalena says, when you bring back your, your gift and your, you know, your skill sets from a previous life, a lot of time during that previous life, there was also some traumatic things that happened while you were using those gifts or as a result of using those gifts. One of them happened to me, and the way I'm going to tell you how it manifested and, and then tell you what was the story behind it. I, uh, again, it was one of these days where I had to pick up my daughter uh, from, uh, from school. So I, I was driving to pick her up from school and we were on our way back home. And, and every time we, we, we drive on our way back home, we drive by a Target store. And that day I had no plans of, of stopping at Target. It just happens that as I was approaching the Target store, I got hit out of nowhere by this incredible feeling of nausea. And I was confused. And I was like, okay, this, I'm in no condition to drive. I'm going to pull into the Target store parking lot and see what happens. And maybe if I start feeling better, we're going to resume our drive back home. And that's what I did. I pulled into the parking lot of the Target and I just got sick to my stomach after I did that. So I, I took my, my daughter with, with me. I said, okay, let's run into the, to the Target. I'm going to go to the bathroom. You're going to wait for me outside of the bathroom. And I just, you know, dashed to the, to the Target bathroom and I started throwing up uncontrollably for minutes. Like it went on for at least 25, 20 to 25 minutes of me just throwing up. It was almost like an episode of The Exorcist. And for people who are familiar with that movie, it was just like that. I, I don't know whatever was coming out of me. It was like this, this flood of, of vomit that would just keep coming out of me. I'm like, where the hell is that thing coming out of? And my poor daughter was laughing at me. You know, she was not traumatized by this whole thing. For her, it was fun. Oh, daddy's throwing up a target and still <laughs> driving us home. She was finding good reasons to make fun of me. And she was having a blast. Thank God for that, right? Well, I was like completely, you know, out of myself. And I had to call my beloved, Magdalena, and say, hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm somewhere in Target's bathroom throwing all my guts out. Please come and get us because I cannot drive home anymore. Uh, and that's precisely what she did. She came and found us with my daughter. And back then, she was also picking up our son. And 
She's like, what the heck's going on with you? And I'm like, I have no idea. I was just suddenly started throwing up. Going quickly into the storyline, the same thing happened again. And I, we still, until then, we had no explanations for it. Just the throw up stopped at some point, and I was able to go home without throwing up, but I was just not feeling well. Um, I, I recovered the next day, and I started a normal routine life again. But two days later, as I was on my way, this time truly to the grocery store, as I was leaving our driveway, the same thing happened, and I had to drive back home. And I spent another 25 to 30 minutes throwing up exactly the same way it happened at, in the Target store, but this time it was my own bathroom. And that's at that point when Magdalena came and said, okay, we're going to have to go to the bottom of this. What the heck is going on? This is not normal. And that's what we called our teacher. So we were going through some spiritual um, uh, teaching around that time. Both her and I were, were seeing the same teacher because as we talked, shared with the previous episode, a lot of things have started changing our lives. So we were fortunate to find at least some kind of support. And we had a teacher who's really good. You know, she's been doing this for decades. So she's a woman. She, she's local to uh, Southern California. And I'm like, I should talk to her. I have to tell her what just happened to me. And I reach out to her and I explain precisely what I just shared with you. And then immediately she said, oh, my God, it's those past lives coming back to you. I'm like, past what? She said, yes, <laughs> yes, that happens. And I was like, OK, please help me because I don't like it. I don't like what's happening to me and it's dangerous. I could you know, get into an accident again, throwing up and losing consciousness in my vehicle. And she says, oh, absolutely. We're gonna take care of this. And then she put me through a few days, starting on that very same day with very specific rituals. And she explained to me, she says, okay, Didier, what's going on? Well, Emmanuel, sorry for my real name coming out. <laughs> Erase that. <laughs> okay, well, this is what happened to you in a previous lifetime you were some kind of a wizard or some uh, a sage or a mage you know somebody who uh, did have ability you know magical spiritual abilities and i was counseling mm -hmm. king she says i was in the kingdom and i was like the king's favorite counselor when he when it came to uh, helping the kingdom figure out where to take their politics and who were the enemies and what to look for and kind of look into the future and be able to predict things. So that was my role. When she said to do that, I was using some herbs, some kind of uh, uh, plant medicines, and I had make, making my own potions, and they were helping my body and my consciousness expand to be able to perceive uh, the future and the different places in space so I could, have, uh, I could bring information back to the king so they will know what to do uh, in their, their political, uh, you know, adventures. Well, it happens that in that kingdom, somebody was trying to throw off the king and knew precisely who I was. And he's like, uh-oh, if we want to be successful in getting rid of this king, his mage, his mage or counselor has to be the first person we get rid of. So they managed to kill me. As Mike and I was saying, we've been using a lot of the spiritual things that we're bringing back now in previous life, and we've paid it with our life. We got killed for it. And that was my example of me being killed, assassinated in a previous lifetime for using my gift to help the kingdom. Um, and she said, the throwing up that's happening happens for two reasons. Number one, I'm bringing back this ability to see in space and time, which was a beautiful gift that I had before. And she says, yep, that thing is coming right back to you now, but it's bringing back the memory of how you died when you were using it. And that throwing up that I was experiencing was simply my bodies of you know the memory of that 
a poisoning that happened to me that led me to die. And she said, we're going to have to split the two. We're going to have to reconcile, bless and release the trauma of your death by using that skill. And she knew how to do that. She had, and she, she trained us in how to do that. And then keep in this present time the abilities that came with it, which is the ability to see in space and time as a beautiful gift. And you and it's coming back to me now because I need it in this lifetime, but I don't have to carry on my shoulders the trauma mm -hmm. you killed for it. Which is exactly the kind of shadows Magdalena was talking about that also limit our abilities to fully operate, to safely operate, to start with. And even, even if we are kind of safe, even being able to do the right thing with the right reason, because there's a lot of fear, a lot of uh, self-doubt, a lot of shutting yourself down when you have that kind of memory and trauma in your, in your body. I'm going to get killed for doing this. So she helped break those two apart and bring, you know, clear, you know, the traumatic aspects and just keep within me the beautiful ability to see in space and time or through space and time. Yeah, that's amazing. And I don't know if you want to share really quickly. One time you were driving and left your body and there was also... I think that's a that's a really relevant thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this one also we had to, to have some conversations, of course, uh, around this with my with my teacher, the same teacher she and I have, uh, my mm -hmm. and I have, and it was on my way from again, you know, this time it was the morning. I dropped my daughter at school. I, we worked from home. I was driving back home to start my work day, and on the highway, I was listening to a mantra, a beautiful mantra for you know goddess that's behind me there, right there. Her name is Kuan Yin. She has those beautiful mantras from Tibetan uh, culture that are just so beautiful when you listen to them. And I just got taken into it and I left my body. The mantra was so powerful that it made me leave my body. Those mantras are recited by monks who live in temples. They have a very safe environment to do that. <laughs> I was driving on a highway 15 in California, trying to be a monk in a Tibetan you know, uh, temple and surely enough, some of the things that happen to the monks when they are there, they get taken out of their bodies and have those spiritual divine encounters with the divinities. Something like that was happening to me. Unfortunately, I was driving my vehicle on the highway. That's tiny, mm -hmm. by bad place. Um, and that was, again, some very likely some ability that I had. It was very likely that in the past life, I was some monk somewhere in a Tibetan temple, and I was doing exactly that, reciting those mantras. And when I do it, I get out of my body and I get to experience, you know, the presence and the glory of the divine. Um, and, and that same thing was replicated right there in this lifetime at the wrong place at the wrong time because I didn't understand what the heck I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to, to equate that because some of you guys may be having things like um, random sicknesses or you feel like you're going crazy is a common thing I hear from other healers and light workers. And by the way, you know, like my husband, full-time engineer at the time all of this was happening. So you may not think you're a light worker or a healer, right? I was a sales coach and a podcaster primarily focused on lead generation <laughs> when all of this went down. And keep in mind, we had other symptoms like, you know, we were unhappy. I had gained 40 pounds of alcohol weight, but really it was emotional baggage. A lot of healers tend to be overweight. They either turn to food or drink or are, are just um, kind of isolated and, and lethargic, you know, maybe not taking action on taking care of their physical body because, you know, it's, it's really 
it's not something that all of us are taught and, and it's not necessarily something that if it's your go-to and I was even an Ironman triathlete. Okay. And I still fell asleep as we like to call it. We fell asleep and we forgot who we truly are. So no matter what your profession, this stuff could be happening for you. And in our experience, um, and I'll let you speak to this next, Emmanuel, your thoughts, you know, if we hadn't had the teachers that we had, and we didn't have very many. We, we, we had like two or three. Um, the, there was there was there was some structure, but there there wasn't like a template or a blueprint. Um, and so we kind of like piecemealed and, you know, failed forward and we would go two steps forward and five steps back. And, you know, sometimes we call it ascension symptoms. Sometimes we called it we're just going crazy. Sometimes we, we argued and we fought as a couple, if this is happening for both of you, we have so much compassion because there was many times we talked about separation or we, we were arguing and, and not talking and thankfully not for very long, but, but at the end of the day, it, it caused a lot of this with our, ourselves because we had a lot of that going on inside of our minds, our bodies and our spirits. And, and keep in mind, a lot of this light that's coming in to help wake us up is for our greater good. But your ego doesn't understand that. Your ego is trying to protect you. And if you're not intentionally doing the shadow work, guess what? It's going to come and find you. And there's definitely so much shadow work inside of us that, you know, we're still on this path with y'all. But what we did, and we have a webinar tomorrow at 4.30 Pacific, we're going to talk more in depth about the structured plan. We cracked the code. Emmanuel and I have cracked the code. We couldn't be more happier and in love and, and with our children and in a beautiful home. Our businesses are starting to really just take off where we were kind of like we had to we had to break things down to build things back up. It was like our house was was falling apart and we had to like bulldoze it, <laughs> rebuild a foundation. And now we're building up this beautiful, you know, uh, this is a metaphor uh, of our lives, this beautiful mansion, this beautiful home and, and all of these kinds of things so that we can be of service with our healing gifts and our, our teaching gifts. And that's what we want for all of our clients. And so does it have to take you three years? Hell no. Um, we've put together a program, an eight week program to start the process for those of you healers and light workers that are looking for guidance, who are not wanting to do this alone or the band-aid approach, you know, kind of like the, if you, if you see the the, the can that has all the holes and the waters just like seeping out, <laughs> you know, and you have to put your finger into the hole. We, we don't want you to have to go through that process and we don't want you to take three years. So if you're interested, if anything that we said today resonates, come to our webinar tomorrow at 430 and we'll share with you our step by step foundation. It's not a eight weeks and then you're done, right? It's a, an eight week foundational program um, that doesn't include plant medicine and includes combo. It includes the physical purge, the shadow work, the deep unconscious work. And then you transmute it with my beautiful husband's amazing things that, that he learned and was trained in and can also help you develop your spiritual gifts and on the back side of that, we can actually help you, you know, Im implement it into your business, your daily healthy habits, your mental, physical, spiritual, um, like daily practices to help fortify you. So you're not dependent upon people like us all the time. We want to help you graduate 
eventually to a place where you are on your own and okay, just like my beloved and I are now. So I'd love for you to share any any or other information or tips, thoughts that that you want to kind of close us out with, honey. Yes, just beautiful, beautiful. So so as Magdalena said, really the 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 lesson learned through you know a lot of the things that we went through is that there needs to be a structure, there needs to be a container. We call it a container to help you um, find yourself. Really, it's all about finding yourself and combining all the pieces of you that want to come back to you today because they need you need them. They want to work together with you. These are things that you've done before. Exactly. It's, it's yours. It's your, these are your gifts. You know, the topic that we talk about today, we, it's, it's, it's very central to the teaching we're going to share with you through the whole program. It's helping all parts of you come back together. And some parts of you have shadow. Some parts have lights. We need to integrate the whole thing into a cohesive uh, whole. And from there, whatever it is that you're meant to do in this lifetime is going to start blooming. So our goal really is to provide that container with the right um, directions, um, the right practices and discipline. I've, I've used that word before. Discipline is so important because this is life and death, you know, for yourself and other people. So there has to be discipline um, and bringing that as a, in one container where Magdalena and I, and we have a few other um, practitioners who we are still trying to see if we're gonna work together with them to bring you all the things, all the pieces that you need. Really, our goal is to really help you get what you need to be effective, an effective light worker, working in a human body, in a human society, in this uh, day, uh, these days, and this wherever it is that you're living, to be able to make you fully functional. And when we say fully functional, we're talking about all aspects of you, body, mind, um, spirit, soul, all of you. That's the container we are really catering to. And we have put together a beautiful program that touches every single part of this, at least as a foundation to get started. So you get the big picture, you start to really understand what it is that you need to do for yourself. And then from that, if you like to, we're gonna take you to additional more advanced levels. But that's, that's the nugget of what we're doing. And the best part, I think, is being in a group in a safe container. And we're going to be offering up a over 50%. I don't have the exact percentage, but over 50% off. Um, so this is truly, and this is not a cheesy sales thing because I, I got over that stuff. This is, <laughs> this is true. Uh, no FOMO here. No fear of missing out. But this is legitimate. This is our, our first and only once in a lifetime opportunity to be a part of this beta core initial offering. So you guys are gonna be our, our, our poster children for testimonials. We're gonna pour ourselves into you. We're gonna deliver over $4,000 of value um, for less than, than you know, basically over 50% off of that. So if, if this still resonates, if you're, if you're tired of chasing your tail, if you're tired of being in isolation, like a lot of light, light workers and healers are, or you're tired of kind of like being up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down, um, we're here for you. And I thought I'd close. Um, I have a, a quote that I'd like to share with you guys. Um, Emmanuel, do you have anything else you want to share before I close it out? You can close it. Okay, cool. So I love this quote because it goes beautifully with what we're talking about here. You know, we, we aren't the, how do I want to say this with being PC and, and kind, 
we don't want to be the positive Pollyannas that say as spiritual teachers or healers, light workers, or even just humans that everything's going to always be roses and everything's all going to be tulips and daisies and beautiful and amazing. Cause we know that's bullshit. Right. And ultimately we also don't want you to be living in, in silent fear, shame, guilt about your gifts, your abilities, or as they come even stronger online, the, the trauma that comes with that, we, we don't want you to be alone and we don't want to be living in fear. So this is a great quote about fear from Marianne Williamson. Most of you have heard it and I love to share it. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, talented, gorgeous, fabulous, essentially gifted light workers and healers, right? You could insert that. Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God, source, divine, creator, whatever you call it. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. You were meant to shine, all of us as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, right? It's not in some gurus. It's not in your spiritual teachers only and you don't have it. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So remember that as you heal yourself, you're healing the collective, you're healing your ancestral trauma, you're healing your past life trauma, and you're getting to be paid for your services and skills or, or whatever. Maybe you don't do this as your profession, and that's great. You're, you're actually still raising your frequency and your vibration to have more abundance, have better relationships, have a better partnership or a committed coupling experience, have better sex, have better you know, enjoyment, have a healthier body and mind. That was all meant for all of us. And yet we live in a society that's filled with quite the opposite in a lot of aspects, right? And so we want to help you help yourself to have your best year ever in 2024. And I just want to give a shout out to Lily. I don't know if you see in the comments, Emmanuel, Lily is here and she says, you look fabulous. Thanks, Lily. <laughs> All right, so please join. Drop the uh, the Zoom registration link in the chat, or you can also go um, in the show notes later, or you can also go to our YouTube channel uh, where this uh, we already did a recording on this last week. So you can actually go watch that now. We've had over a couple hundred people watch it already, so we know that this is this is striking a chord with you, light workers and healers and aspiring artists out there. So. Until next time, guys, and Emmanuel, you're going to have to log us off. So just remember that. Um, here's your best health, your best wealth, by developing and trusting your own innate best wisdom that lies within. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. You're going to have to take us out, honey bear.